Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an outstanding show for you today. My goodness, not only do we have a stacked panel, we also have a stacked deck when it comes to, of course, topics that are going to fill a two-hour show. And listen, we got to welcome back in uh, Crispy Bomb. He's not here every Friday, but he shows up every now and again. And here he is for your listening pleasure. What's going on, Crispy? How you feeling, brother? Welcome back. Oh, good to be back. It's been a little while. Feels like um, over a month, man. So glad to be here. And uh, we got some great topics to get into. Let's do it. Yes, and uh, folks, before we get into the rest of the intro, uh, the uh, you know the intros. Uh, yes, you are seeing the first ninety minutes of uh, Callisto Protocol, and I'm here to tell you that holy s, it is amazing! Oh my God, striking distance really showed. Uh, that they not only know how to make an incredible and scary AF game, but it, this is truly the spiritual successor to uh, Dead Space. Uh, as you can see, graphics are top-notch. I am a few hours in, and it is action-packed. It is a lot of sneaking around. It's a lot of horror. Uh, if you... Uh, like that kind of stuff, this is going to definitely be a game for you. And speaking of horror, Dreadpool, what's going on, brother? You you forgot that this game was going to come out, and it punched you in the gut, brother. Now now you got to use those Microsoft points. Uh oh, Dread, you're on mute. Oh no! Oh my 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 bad my bad. I'm sitting here saying good morning, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to have to you know use up those points. Uh, what am I going to do? Yeah, so, to, right? well, that's what they're there I for. <laughs> I might have to, but no. Um, breakfast today was a simple Mickey D's and uh, some homemade coffee. You know so, what? Sometimes the simplisticness <laughs> exactly, of it all exactly. is the most tasty. <laughs> I am still Jones, and I just can't get around to uh, setting up uh, that uh, German pancake that I wanted to make that I talked about the other week. And it's oh. like, ooh. I really want to do that and, sh and show you guys pictures, and I need to, and you guys will see it. But I got to say, um, boom, you know, I am up to a hundred, uh, 713 as of this morning on YouTube. Oh, that listen, so, folks, I, 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 if you're asking what, what he's talking about, that's subscribers. He has been growing at record pace. We talked about it in DMs the other day. If you're not already subscribed, now normally we get like four or 500 people here. There's got to be some of you that are not subscribed to, uh, to Dreadpool. Let, let, come on, man. It, it, for, if, if, you, if you trust my opinion, don't throw him a pity sub. <laughs> throw him a sub that because he works real hard on the work that he does. And quite frankly, uh, again, you don't understand. If you're not a content creator, you don't understand how, uh, how incredible it is to hit that 1,000, to, 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 to become a partner with YouTube. Let's help him get there, brother. He, uh, yeah. folks. Thank I'd, you. I'd appreciate anybody. I mean, like you said, don't don't pity me. Just, just if you like it, yeah, no, definitely sub because you wanna you wanna listen to some good stuff. Yes, and and I I looked at the numbers at the rate. If I do ten a day, I'll hit a thousand by the by before right at the new year, and that would be really cool to ring in the new year. Start off twenty twenty three on a positive note. Get out Indeed. of this whole shebang that we've had for the past three four years and just be you know 
growing and, and expanding. Yeah. So yeah, but Absolutely. anyway, today, oh God, what do we have? We got a whole bunch of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, we 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 we're gonna we're gonna fill up uh, two hours easily, uh, folks. Uh, yep. And uh, like I said, you're gonna get some uh, Callisto Protocol gameplay up front. Uh, no spoilers here, folks. It's simply just the beginning. And then, of course, on the back end, you get some Evil West, which is uh, turning out to be one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, I just cannot stop talking about it. Um, I wish it would have gotten into Game Pass, but I'm here to tell you that it is worth every penny. And I would imagine by year's end, it's going to be on sale. If, if you know, if you don't have the money for the full, full, you know, the full sixty bucks, wait for a sale. But I'm, I'm telling you, you'll see. You see, I've been putting gameplay left and right. It is amazing. There's no doubt about it. But uh, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, what's going on, brother? You have seen some of the topics. You have been <laughs> very vocal recently. I need to get some more of that vocalization on today's topics. How you feeling, brother? Welcome. I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here with you guys. Always just. Man, some awesome games dropping. Some of them a bit broken. Um, having my own issues with uh, Need for Speed, but that's a whole nother topic. But uh, man, great stuff on the horizon. Looking forward to the topics of the day and some of these games coming out over the next year or two. But uh, man, can't wait to get into it. Thanks for having me on. Oh, great to have you on. And last and no way least, thank goodness not only is he here, but his mic is working perfectly. Web Dave, what's going on, brother? How the heck are you? And, <laughs> you know, what's going on with your YouTube channel? Do you have any big, uh, you know, interviews lined up? I do have some things in the works. Uh, this next week, there will not be another interview. That's just because of scheduling. But The uh, holiday, you really kind of threw a monkey Exactly, into it. exactly. Yeah. But that's okay. I've got uh, I've got a lot of things um lined up um uh even the, hopefully if we get our scheduling worked out i'm gonna be interviewing uh tim dog from rdx oh, tim's so, a great dude to so listen, pretty to, excited to, to for that one yeah. excellent yes yeah even um uh lord cognito is another oh, one yes. that we were trying to work out a december interview so hopefully that'll that'll happen you know and if it doesn't we'll get to him when we can that's that's kind of the way it is. Apologize uh, or for coughing earlier. <laughs> dude, we didn't hear anything. Right no, no, we, no, we didn't hear it. Listen, dude, <laughs> listen, listen. You cough, fart, do whatever you got to do, brother. Listen, this it's life, right? Listen, well, that's kind of shitty of you, man. It is. Uh, it is what it is. But listen, Dave. It's uh, you know, as, as you as you folks wait uh, for Dave to do what he's known best for, and that's sitting down and getting people to open up in ways. That you know, you, sometimes you don't know about your con your favorite content creator. He has a knack for that. I know for a fact because I was one of the first people he interviewed, and I'm very honored to uh, to say that I was one of the first people. With that said, folks, you got to get over to his YouTube channel. You got to subscribe, but you also got to check out who he's interviewed. I mean, my God, the list is staggering, and I'm sure one of your favorite content creators are on that list. But listen, let's mm. get into folks. The opening salvo. Now, obviously, we're going to be talking about machine games, uh, Indiana Jones. But that's not what we're going to open up with, folks. Because, look, at the end of the day, we're all sitting here on pins and needles wondering whether or not ABK or the Activision Blizzard King deal is going to go through. Now, most of us on this panel have talked about it probably to death at this point. But new information came out the way of cnbc and folks uh last week politico which is a very very large uh, tw uh twitter account i think they have over two million subscribers uh and followers they reported that you know there 
inside man or woman said that the FTC was going to sue Microsoft in an attempt to block the ABK deal. And of course, that sent the that set the internet on fire, obviously. But folks, you know, there's a little site called CNBC, and I'm being facetious when I say small. Well, thanks to many people in this community, J-Rock being one of them, Idle Sloth being another, we have a ton of new information that obviously says that not only was political wrong, that people are starting to doubt it at, uh, it at you know, of all of its sum and parts. Well, again, this tweet comes the way of Idle Sloth, who is the internet detective when it comes to video game information. He put out a tweet 23 hours ago, folks, reading this. For your information, David Favor, uh, who, of course, is one of the hosts on uh, the CNBC Market Alert show that's on daily. He said this, folks. I don't think political story about the FTC and Microsoft and Activision is correct. Those who think there's a high probability of this deal crashing, don't worry Let's give it a little bit more time. And obviously, after that speech or after that, that, that comment, the ATVI stocks rose 1%. Now, obviously, why this story is important to the conversation is because most of us here are Game Pass subscribers. And obviously, if Activision, Blizzard, and King do become first party, well, we're going to win because we're not going to have to pay for Call of Duty after... 2024 because it's going to be right in there for your $15 a month, which again, it could, could it raise possibly, but who knows? I'm going to go first here to Web Dave. Web Dave, you are our money man, if you will, <laughs> when it comes to being a part of this panel. You know, you 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 have some banking, uh, you know, backgrounds, oh, and yes. uh, you have been saying for quite some time that this deal is going to go through. But what are your thoughts on CNBC? talking about maybe, and I think they were being a little facetious, They, I, it sounded like they wanted to say that they were full of S, but they didn't because they have to be po politically correct. They're yeah, telling I, people, and they told everyone, they told the world live on the air that they don't think political story was correct at all. What are your thoughts? I think Politico is definitely trying to get, uh, you know, get the clicks. attention and, and get clicks and get people to look at their stuff. Um, and, you know, I mean, a lot of news uh, aggregate of sites do that kind of thing now. But mm -hmm. um, well, but, you it's know, a thing, it's, Dave. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a thing. Unfortunately, it is a thing. But uh, but no, I I um I think it's I think it's awesome that they called them out because really we need more people to call them out because this deal is going through. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. There's there's nothing that's going to stop it, and Microsoft is doing everything right, everything right. They are going above and beyond what's ex expected um uh, their lawyers probably sit down and said look if you want to try and get this thing as smooth as possible even over to outside sometimes it may look oh my god this is so horrible and rough and you know how they're ever going to make it it is actually going really well because in, in the end result um you know all the hype and hooey and you know different um uh, different parts of the of the um of the process making their comments you know, known to the public, which usually doesn't get done, you know, those things are just kind of positioning for them 
because the outcome for them is probably pretty much, you know, kind of locked in already because there really isn't anything that, um, you know, that's going to, I mean, there's nothing that stands out that is, you know, going to hurt the consumer. In fact, you know, the biggest thing is if it gets blocked, that would probably hurt the consumer more than if it didn't because um, ABK, well, let's face it, you know, the reason they're being bought is because they're in trouble. And Microsoft coming well, in. Well, after all all of that insider business mm-hmm. with the with the sexual misconduct and women being passed over <clears> positions <throat> and being yep. underpaid, their stock was tanking. And and, and please confirm for me, Dave, because obviously again, you are our, our our money man, if you will. If I if I'm not mistaken, it was in fact Activision that approached Microsoft and not the other way around. That is correct. They went to them and you know you know, let them know what they had and what their needs were and, um, you know, and that they were available for, for a purchase. And that, um, that's kind of where Microsoft kind of put on the brakes on some other deals that we know, we know there were some other things in the works that they were getting ready to, you know, probably to unload on us. And this kind of fell in their lap as it were. So those other things had to get put on hold for this. Yeah, which hopefully they'll be able to get back to as soon as this deal is done. But you know, we don't we don't know what, what changes or what you know what happens between now and then. But the um it, it's not only the um the allegations and things like that that were that were bad, but the, the work environment, you know, a lot of people were, you know, when you have that many teams working on one game and they're not working eight, on eight studios. Yeah, right, eight when, studios and, with potentially hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Yes. And those people were, you know, originally brought on for other projects and other mm-hmm. things that they were working on. And then to just get funneled into this, which, I mean, I understand they it's their big money maker. It's one of the big money makers of all games, uh, you know, currently uh, that's been released. So, I mean, it makes sense to do that. But, but I think Microsoft's approach is going to be better if they're if they kind of, you know, bring them in to work on this and then let them do some of their own bring them back around and maybe get some kind of rotation you know for the franchise to help keep it fresh uh would be great um i just micro microsoft especially nowadays because microsoft's reputation is you know the old reputation you know still kind of stuck out there but the new one that they're building you know has got them to be one of the top 10 companies in the world to work for so that says a lot and that's why it would be really good for them to you know for for not only are consumers but you know if they're if the games are made with the with the love and the passion you know that they put into it you know then it's going to be something that we as the consumers are going to profit from because we're going to be enjoying this you know great franchises great games they have coming up so um it's definitely um definitely worth the kind of the wait as it were but uh but i, I really think that they were just trying to um just you know get attention to their site you know, to their, you know, that's the reason they, they came across with this, you know, with this, with this article, their slant on it. But I really don't think that there is, um, that there's really any there, there, this deal's going through, this deal is going to get done. And, um, as soon as it is, I think all of us are going to be <laughs> breathing a, a sigh of relief. And what like King David and a couple of others have said that, you know, when this deal 
does get done and they have that round table that they you know they put on youtube or whatever right. yes welcoming that, everybody in yes and they're gonna have so much to talk about then <laughs> that they couldn't really talk about until then you know that they, you know, they've been kind of holding back to get everything going through i think i think i think gaming is getting ready to explode for everybody i yeah you know what i, I like what you're putting down and and, and you know real quick uh t- uh uh, Master Clowns X3, generous, very generous friend of the program. Not only has he been a channel member for a year, not only did he drop an outstanding and ridiculous amount of super chats yesterday, he starts to show off with another twenty dollar bomb. Master Clowns, thank you very much. We do appreciate it very, very much. Your generosity and Sith Lord, good friend of the program who is on a three-hour trip. He says, thanks, after dropping a $5 super chat, says, thanks to you and Boxenberger, I had enough podcasts to last me my three-hour drive back home from the University of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All went well yesterday, and we're happy to hear that, brother. Obviously, you know, he's going through some stuff, Sith Lord, but he's still here every day supporting the show, and we like to help you out. I'm glad that you are obviously using our podcasts to not only, of course... Uh, you know, uh, you know, help you through some tough times. But, you know, uh, you know, while you're on these long drives, keeps you occupied. We're happy to know that for sure. And we're glad that you are here. But ladies and gentlemen, we got to continue on with the panel. And I want to go next to Fuzzy. Fuzzy, you know, you know, what's interesting? Um, again, you know, we got to call the people out uh, when they're when they put out these amazing tweets. Uh, J-Rock in, uh, you know, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He put it out. So he put out a, a, a specific name. That for me, and for many people who are into more than just video games, you know, looking at the world, Bush happens to be one of the really, really big investment firms mm-hmm. uh, here in the United States. I don't know where their arms reach into the world, but I would imagine that they're huge. Well, this was, this was, this is where you have more. Uh, fertilization, I suppose, that this deal is, in fact, not only going to get done, but that there should be no doubt. And the, uh, J-Rock put out a tweet uh, 21 hours ago where it says, Activision uh, it was added to Wedbush's best ideas list with the firm expecting the game makers' $69 billion sale to Microsoft as highly likely to be completed within the next six months. But what's interesting is that Activision Blizzard shares were added to the Wedbush, and this is a this is a famed private investment firm. And again, they were added to the best ideas list for investments. Now, I'm going to say this, uh, Fuzzy. Uh, say what you want. You know, you know, if you, whatever side you fall on, PlayStation, Microsoft, Nintendo, all three, or none at all. Maybe you're just a PC person, and that's fine. I think that when you start seeing CNBC talk about it, where they have, um, you know, quotes that this stuff is get, that this deal is getting done, and you had Wed Bush now adding this particular deal, the sixty-nine billion dollar deal, to their quote-unquote best ideas list that would be reckless for them to do it if they didn't have it on good authority that the deal was getting done what does this tell you it, it tells me that 
there's enough confidence, despite all of the noise you hear from places like Politico or, you know, other pundits out there and stuff, it, it just seems like a lot of people want to, I guess, put counterpoints on or out there, just maybe whether it be for clicks or whether it be for, you know, just web traffic, general, you know, discourse or, or discussion on the topic. It, it seems like there's a lot of places just putting out this this FUD or, or noise in regards to the deal and having a, an investment group, which, yeah, their sole purpose is pretty much to make money and investing and things like that and to help uh, sell some of their, their portfolio, well, not things that you can put in your portfolio and stuff, but a lot of times a place like that also has the responsibility to do their fiduciary uh, obligation of making sure that before they make this, this mass, you know, uh, point or, or statement that they do their research, they look at the trends of the market as well as what, you know, the, the general consensus would be for some of these uh, regulatory bodies and things and how they fare where it comes to, um, you know, transactions, even though a lot of trans transactions out there aren't necessarily the same, you know, size as far as value, but having a company like that endorse this basically, or, or put a stamp on it and, and call BS on Politico goes to show that there, there are groups out there that are, you know, watching the real story or the real things unfold, as opposed to relying on quote unquote, you know, people familiar with uh, so-called insiders, yes, yes. so-called <laughs> insiders. So, it, it, it's it's good to see as far as somebody also in the invested in this Activision deal. Um, oh man, I, I Warren Buffett was the name that you know everybody kind of lo- uh, joked and laughed earlier when he had made his investments on it, and then they were like, "Well, wait, no, you know Warren Buffett." tends to know what he's doing. He's a billionaire for a reason. So, um, but it's almost like people have forgotten that, you know, others have, have uh, looked over this investment or looked over this deal before and, you know, endorsed it in the manner that shows that it, it, it's valid and it shouldn't have any issues going through and knowing that Microsoft is willing to, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily negotiate, but work with the regulatory bodies to kind of get this going. So, they can, you know, move on to the next purchase type of deal. Um, just having some other investment group out there with an awesome reputation, you know, endorse this or or show the the validity of the deal, just you know, helps as well as it, you know, help the value uh, of the shares. But um, yeah, I, I I expect like what they said within the six month period that this goes through. Um, I'm kind of hoping that we hear something, you know, second week, January, but we'll see. But, um, I, I think this is a, a good way to put a stamp on sources that aren't necessarily familiar with this industry, but maybe, you know, have their own agendas or purposes for whatever reason. So, so much for Politico, you know, I, I used to follow them many moons ago. So pants on fire for their, their reporting. That, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we are getting some information, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to find the story in front of me right now, and I'm going to pull it uh, as, as I bring everyone else into the panel. Crispy, I, I want to bring you back in because uh, the FTC is expected uh, uh, this December, which obviously today is December 2nd, 
to make an, uh, some sort of a, a judgment on whether or not they've come to a deal, whether they're going to sue Microsoft to block the deal or not say anything in order, in, in basically in order, just let the deal go through. Uh, and the more we hear about, uh, you know, people uh, putting this on their, you know, their their, their best investment lists and uh, political being called out publicly the way they did, uh, this this says to me that there is a lot of inside knowledge that is now uh, is now floating around the financial, um, you know, the finance the finance world, if you will. For you hearing all of this information, Wedbush, CNBC. Warren Buffett, all of these, all of these high influence uh, sites and people within finance are all saying the same thing. I don't think they care about clicks, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, but though Politico kind of left hanging on the ledge, uh, and you know they used to be you know someone you would trust. Nowadays, you got to ask yourself, even with two ma- two million followers. Are they following the click, uh, you know, the, 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 the click traits? What, what are your thoughts on this deal getting through and what we've heard just the end of this week? I mean, it, it looks like it's clickbait, um, especially with an investment firm that has an obligation to investors to go out and say the exact opposite as of now. Um, you have a lot of people, you got you to gotta kind of like look at this and say, you know, why would they say this right now? Um, why would it go against, you know, what some people consider some decent reporting at times from Politico? And why would it be such a, a large firm doing so? Um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it makes it because, you know, there's a thing called insider trading. And um, if you don't know what that is, it's basically illegal. Okay. Of course it is. You can go to jail for that. That is absolutely correct. Everything (laughs) is out in the public. Yeah. So everything's out in the public at this point. And that's what it makes it not insider trading. And, you know, basically I think Politico opened a door for some of these, these, um, you know, what these people know. Oh, but they can't say now they go against it. And this is where you go and say, do I trust, you know, if, if our, you know, investment firm, you know, that, that has them invest for them, you know, um, they still have the final say to say, Hey, you know, go with this. Don't go with this. Well, I, you know, they kind of open the door now for people to invest heavily in the ABK deal. That's where, you know, it goes from insider to, you know, public knowledge. So, you know, if this is public knowledge for anybody that has a Robinhood account like me, you know, I'm saying that says, okay, you know what? I'm hearing enough. And there's also the the other side of it. People saying this this isn't going to happen. Really, you got to look at it and say these these government agencies are responsible to keep consumers having you know uh, enough competition to get the best value and you know like web dave said it's really hard to fathom them not getting this through because it doesn't hurt the consumer yes there's the speculation that they could become a monopoly but as of now sony continues to do things that they have done in the past and it's just become more and more in the 
the public eye, thanks to social media and such, yeah. how egregious their activities are. And there's no inkling at this time that Microsoft is going to do the same, even if they you know, had that type of power. And they don't right now. You could say they do because they're a trillion dollar company. But in the gaming sphere, they don't. Okay, Sony has the power. That's why they've raised all these prices. Okay, and that's that's well again. You know, that's a that's a that's a great point. Yes, that's a great point, uh, Crispy. Yeah, and and you know, and and that's that's something that you go and say, well, this happens. You know, maybe there's a couple concessions. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, because you know they are speculating. You know, multiple years later. And, you know, they do have an obligation to do so in some way, shape, or form. But, but speculation can only go so far. You know what I mean? So even if Microsoft says, we'll sign a 10-year deal, you know, guaranteeing the release of Call of Duty on your system. I mean, that's that that would be, I think, as far as Microsoft's willing to go. And that's where you go and say, well, could it be true that the FTC could sue? Yes, they could, but that does not mean the deal is dead. That just right. means that there's going to be a court battle. And unfortunately for the, the, the government agency, they probably don't have the lawyers that they're going to, uh, Microsoft's going to put on this. And it, you've seen it with, you know, Disney and Fox and MGM and Amazon. Like it could get some pushback, but in the end, it's probably going to go through. And I think we, you know, when CNBC is starting to talk about this stuff and everything else, and even, somewhat calling out this this article you gotta say you know you could go either way it's a 50 50 chance in some people's eyes and some people like myself would be like you know i kind of wish i had you know and and that's where the the fractional shares and all that might be thinking about doing something like that you know even if i throw well you know you know 20 30 bucks and get half a share you know i mean what, what could happen later because you know that's the options we have now, and that's where you go and say like, it, it could be insider knowledge, but it's no longer considered insider trading because now it's well, yeah, out it's, it's, it's so public knowledge now. It's Everyone gonna be knows interesting what's going how on. this plays yeah. out. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting how this plays out, and and you know, um, it, it gives you an opportunity. I mean, you know, you are still taking a chance. I mean, that's within every investment, but I mean, I think the share is gonna s- slowly go up. And I think it's going to come closer to what they're actually going to pay for it, which is kind of on purpose, if you really think about it. But until it's done, we we all can have our speculation. Just don't be stupid about it. Like, you know, this isn't anti-consumer. I mean, I, I don't want to hear that anymore. You know, if I get if I get, a you know, multiple games that I've never played, you know, from Activision Blizzard that go into Game Pass and I try them out, that's not anti-consumer. Because guess what? I didn't didn't pay more than the $15 I pay. I think that's pretty pro-consumer. I'm sorry. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I think early next year is looking more and more likely rather than, you know, mid, you know, next year. I think it's going to be more early um, as long as, you know, we keep seeing pushback back and forth. I think in the end, you got to look at the actual facts and the facts are there and it's not anti-consumer. You know, well, you know what? To your point, Crispy, uh, Sony wants you to pay their seventy bucks, right? That's what they want you to do. That's why they raise the prices. They don't care. Microsoft says, "Hey, listen, you know, seventy bucks. Uh, we're not doing it, and uh, we're going to do one better. Not only we're going to keep Game Pass, but we're going to introduce the family plan that allows you to give um, 
uh, for the people the ability for as low as $5 a month to be a part of the conversation. Uh, one uh, is being pro-consumer, which is Xbox. One is being anti-consumer, uh, and that is Sony. And that's why Sony doesn't want the, this deal to go through. But ultimately, I think it is going to go through. The more we hear from these uh, these finance in, entities, uh, I, again, I, you know, it would be incredibly reckless uh, of them to make these uh, opinions and potentially cost people millions of dollars. Uh, if they, I mean, I, I don't think uh, CNBC puts this out there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Warren Buffett in, invests millions upon millions of dollars if he thinks he's going to lose that money. He's a billionaire for a reason. Uh, and uh, the more we hear about this, uh, the more it's likely the deal is going to go through. Uh, hopefully it does go through in the first quarter of 2023. Um, but, you know, as always, Crispy, good stuff. I want to bring in uh, uh, Dreadpool into the conversation. Dread, I pulled a story. Uh, this this popped up before all of the S hit the fan, so to speak, with uh, CNBC and, of course, Wed Bush. Uh, Seeking Alpha uh, put out a story uh, the day before. Uh, and basically, it says FTC staff recommendation on Activision sale to Microsoft expected by mid-December, says report. Um, and again, this comes the way of SeekingAlpha.com. Uh, and in here, they say uh, the update comes after the political report last Wednesday that the FTC is likely to file an antitrust lawsuit to block the Activision deal. On, mo- on Monday, uh, Rudders or Rooters reported that Microsoft is likely to soon offer up uh, concessions to the uh, European Union uh, in order to dismiss any objections uh, to its Activision deal. Now, of course, this story is a couple of days old, and now you now you take what they're saying about a mid-December decision from the FTC, and now you take all this new information where we just got with from CNBC, and we just got it from all of these other entities, Wed Bush being one of the big ones, kind of sounds like the FTC is not going to have an issue with this deal and that they're working closely with Microsoft. What are your thoughts? You know, obviously, having you here is great because you usually bring your personal experience in business. And besides having one of the best beers in business and, and, and being a part of the community in a big way, you have great knowledge when it comes to business. Talk about it, brother. What do you think? Is this deal going through with the new information? How satisfied are you that Wed Bush is making this, hey, one of our investment things of the year, go and invest? Uh-oh, you're on mute again, uh, Dread. You're muted, Dread. Yeah, of course. I always mute two mics, and then I mute unmute the one, and then forget I didn't unmute the other. So anyway, um, Crispy said something that, that struck a chord with me, and it reminded me of something, and he said, don't be stupid. And and basically, it's the quote, don't be stupid, stupid. You know what I mean? And and this is what, what usually happens is a lot of these people talk all this stuff just to get the clout, just to get the attention. But now you have... Uh, different places that are saying, hey, look, and these are investment, you know, these are brains. The, these guys are not just there to to hear themselves talk, right? They know what they're talking about. Warren Buffett is one of the biggest 
people that you know you need to follow. And, you know, we talk about it. I don't I, I myself talk about it all the time. I need to follow what he's doing or or this other person that, you know, that they're making money. What are they investing in? You know, and we talk about stuff like this. And this was one of the things that uh, at the towards the beginning, Warren Buffett said, this is a good deal. This is a good investment. And he's doing this, you know, and for, and for the FTC to get involved again and trying to figure out what they're going to do, if they're going to do it in December, that means there's a lot of talk going on. And one of the, one of the models that I, that I have, what's good for me also needs to be good for my company also needs to be good for my customer. If any of those get cheated, it's not good for anybody because the whole deal will fall apart. So you got to think Microsoft's got to think something like that. Phil and Satya have to be on that same wavelength of what's good for the business, what's good for Microsoft slash Xbox, what is good for the customer and what is good for um, the employees, right? Because you want the employees of Activision to come on. You want the employees of Microsoft to welcome them uh, with open arms. And you want that cohesion between customers, which are us, and the FTC and all the other uh, regulating bodies that are going to authorize or um, they never approve. They just let it go. They, they will deny and, and tell you that it's not going to happen, but they don't officially approve. You know what I mean? So if there's an issue, they, they can say I didn't approve. But what happens is um, we need to come up with something. So if they have to come up with concessions, to um to say hey look we'll we'll do the concessions ahead of time for you so you don't have to dictate to us here's what we're willing to do we're willing to bend the knee here right and just because you're bending a knee doesn't mean you're actually going down on the knee you know what i mean you can do a little bow without dropping to your knees you can just sit there and say hey look and you control the narrative there you know and that's that's also part of the thing we when we have um in my in my field we have inspectors right the inspectors are god because they rule and if they don't like what you say they don't like what you did they're the ones that say you failed well guess what i can also control the narrative with the inspector and say hey look this is what i've done ahead of time i know this isn't part of the scope of work but i've done extra stuff to make sure that anything you look at meets your um uh your opinions uh, your your decision you know so everything that you want to look at is code everything you want to look at and anything go ahead but what did i do i went above and beyond to set it up so anything that they can look at will be good you know i'm controlling the narrative there they still have total control they feel like they are in control of everything but i'm actually guiding them Right. And this is the same situation here, only on a bigger scale. They're guiding them with what they need and what they want. But they're not letting them control the narrative themselves. The FCC are getting what they want in a way. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like when you give the little kid a cookie, but you don't tell them that you got a whole box of cookies in the back that you're you're shoving down your your gullet just because, you know, here you go. Here's a cookie, kid. Go over there. While you're shoveling down the rest of them, be like, ah, that was the only cookie I gave. I had. That's it. Same situation. And and this and it's funny how 
um, at times people just automatically jump on one thing and that's all they do. We've talked about how Sony is very hypocritical, deceptive practices, right? We're raising the console prices, but you know what? We fear that Xbox and Microsoft are going to raise their console prices. Yeah, total oxymoron for sure. Right, misdirection (laughs) on their part, right? They're not saying, oh, yeah, we do the same thing. They're like, oh, my God, you know, we fear that this is what they're going to do. So they're not, you know what I mean? So yet again, they're doing another lead of direction of on which way they want the investigators to look they want these people to look in certain areas and be this they don't they don't want them to look at how many playstation people are on their subscription services but they're like look look at how fast and how hard game pass is growing you see these numbers you, you know what i'm saying it's it's yet again misdirection they're both playing the same game it's just who's going to play it better and I feel like Xbox is playing it better right now because, yet again, we're offering you 10 years, we're off, but you're still denying it. You know, we're, we're offering parity across every platform. Nobody's going to have an advantage or extra uh, extra anything over the other. Everybody, it's going to be equal across the board, but yet they don't accept it. What do you want me to do? Yep. You, know, you see this. What do you want me to do? When you when you bring it on there and you're like, look, here's my concession. I'm giving them 10 years. I it's unheard of in business. No. It is literally unheard of a 10 a decade deal. It, it's just it's never been done. It, and and it, yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's they're they're both controlling their narratives. They're both controlling, and this this is how business works, you know. Uh everybody, you know doesn't like the good old boy network but guess what when you're in those upper tiers the good old boy network is an effect you it's who you know and what you know it's not what you know but or who you know or or this or that right it's both you need to know everything you need to know everybody and talking to the right people and giving them the right information will lead to the positive outlook that you're looking for and that's where microsoft back in the day screwed up xbox they didn't care about xbox xbox was just a sore thumb even though bill gates was happy about it other execs were not and that's where they faltered now everybody's on the same page they're all working together it took them years to 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 come together as a team to work together and build up xbox what is sony doing they're trying to keep everything that they've had you know what sony's doing dread sony is a fat king is mm-hmm. what they are. They're sitting on their throne and they were happy collecting the, the millions and millions of dollars each year for Call of Duty. And that's why they haven't innovated. Yeah. That's why they're doing remakes and remasters right now. And this listen, folks, this is this is I'm not I'm not taking a shot at Sony. It's 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 a sad reality. Okay. I've been saying it for years. If they it, where's SOCOM? Where's resistance fall of man? Where's a new kill zone by the team that delivered an incredible two-game, uh, 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 you know, release in Horizon? They're, the reason why we don't have any of these games is because Sony got lazy, and they That's were just happens. happy with putting out someone else's game as a, 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 a that make that on, on their platform as as if it was a first-party game. That's the truth. Why why do we why do we normally root for the underdog? Because the other guy has it easy. 
and they can sit back and they usually win, right? So you want the underdog because they're fighting even harder to win, to get that win. So it makes that win even sweeter. So yeah, we we can come out with uh, God of War and it's going to be a win. But guess what? They didn't have to fight that hard. It was already a guarantee for them, you know, but now you have another game. Let, uh, granted, I, I was just playing it last night, but let's just say Vampire, Vampire Survivors. I know it's totally different, but guess what? Something like that has taken the world by storm. Yeah, oh, they inhabit, you know what I yes. mean? Yep. And that's Maybe the underdog. One man, too. Right, that's the underdog. One man versus a whole team with a whole bunch of money. And and that's, yet again, This is there, there's a whole bunch of stuff that imagine if he had connections he didn't have any connections he did it on his own now if he has connections he could be even bigger and that's that's what you want you want stuff like this and for microsoft to get ahead of the curve because they do have those connections will set it up so i'm all about it. if we can get it done by christmas please let's get it done let's make it official and then let's move on all right let's move on from this make it happen make it so um number two make it so right um but at the same time i'm greedy you know why because i want the family plan i want that thing to hurry up and get to us yes that makes two of us do like i i I want i want to add some people to it save some people some money yeah and, and there's so many more games in the background that we know are being held back we know that there's other deals being held back because right now they don't want to add to it it's a strategy yet again you don't want to add to the fight that you're having, the uphill battle that you're fighting, right? You don't, you know, you don't tell somebody, Hey, why don't you get in the car while I'm pushing this uphill? Right. You just tell them, just, just walk with me for a little bit Yeah. while I'm pushing. If you can't help, just walk with me. Yeah. Ah, good stuff, dude. Listen, everyone, everyone completely knocked this topic out of the park. We have two more to get to, but before I do, before we get to the other topics, I, I, I got to ask a question. I, I'm all about opinions, right? If you have a, you have a gaming opinion, you have an opinion on the world, I'm willing to listen, right? Because I, I want to hear what you have to say. I think everyone's opinion matters. This one, though, is a bit of a, uh, is a, bit of a conundrum for me. No, uh, Navjot Singh uh, posted something in the chat that I, I find perplexing. He says Callisto Protocol, <clears throat> pardon me, is like a Sony game. But if you strip out all the good parts, for except for the good graphics. Now, here's the thing. If you've played it and that's how you feel, that's how you feel. What am I going to tell you? If you're going just based on my gameplay, man, I I, I, I got to question your integrity. Um, because you sound like someone that is just straight up Sony fan and nothing else matters. And if that's how you feel, so be it. But you got to play the game. I know I stayed up to 2.15 in the morning recording footage for today's show. To make sure I had it ready to rock and roll, as you can see, and I and I and I, I find your opinion suspect. I, I just got to be honest with you. Uh, I, I just think it's silly. Um, Sony does make good games, but a lot of their games are very samey. Now I appreciate that because I'm a single player dude. I, I I'm selfish like that. I prefer single player over multiplayer because I get to invest in the character and in, in, in the game. But that's just that's just being silly, um, especially if you haven't even played it yet. So. You know, hang out, have opinions, but that one's a silly one. I just, you know, I just got, I got, I got to call you out there for that. That's and, just- and to add to that, boom, context is key. So if your if your context is without just visual, any game could look good, and any game could look bad. Any game could look like something else until you actually have your hands on it and play it yourself. There you go. So, context is key. 
Um, but opinions, yeah, yeah, you know, in, informed opinions are completely different. And what we want, we want to share informed opinions so we learn from each other. But uninformed opinions, just off of a bias, that that doesn't help the narrative for anybody. No, it's it's just, it's just silly, and it, and it does really put your put your you know put you out there on the edge uh, of, of of whether or not we can actually pay attention to what you're saying. But listen, real quick, we have a couple of uh, p uh, folks that have been channel members for quite some time that dropped some comments in here that we must read live on the air. Master Clowns X3, who's been a channel member for a year, says, um, um, thank you, Boom, humbled. Uh, no, no, thank you for the generosity and, of course, being a channel member for as long as you have been. Chaos Theory, good friend of the program, has been a channel member for 36 months. Holy matrimony, that's crazy. He says, what's up, guys? I caught it live. Happy Friday. We're glad that you're here and uh, that you're hanging out. And thank you for the generosity, as always. And Highlander001, who's been a channel member for six months, says... Um, Morning boom and panel. If you buy Sony stock, you get about a 30% return on investment. Sony shareholders are not happy. They want a bigger return. 30% is a lot. I mean, if I got a 30% return on a couple of thousand dollar investment, that's a lot of money. Um, but I, yeah, I guess, you know, their investors, like every investor is greedy. They want more. But folks, we got to move on to the next topic. See, now this is a topic. I was just telling the guys in the, in, in the, uh, you know, on the panel earlier, this particular one seems to have fallen by the wayside. And it's a bit shocking to me, folks. Uh, and uh, we have a, a report from windowscentral.com. Uh, and obviously, it was written by one of their fine writers, uh, Alexander Cope. It was published two days ago, and I held it because I wanted to talk about this. No one, at least no one in the podcasting game is talking about this deal, how big it is, and how impactful this is going to be for both consumers and, more importantly, Xbox Game Pass subscribers. And I'm talking about the League of Legends and Riot Games deal that was announced at E3. Folks, Riot Games and their all-star lineup of PC games like League of Legends, Valorant, and many more are now starting to show up in the Xbox store. Now, folks, like I said, I'm not a mobile guy. I've never played one in my entire life because it just doesn't appeal to me. But that doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It means that, well, it's just not a game that appeals to me. But it appeals to millions. And I'm talking millions of millions of people. And like I said, sometimes we all are guilty of looking through at the industry at a keyhole rather than opening the door and looking at the big picture here. And this is one of those deals that unless you open up the door, you don't understand how big of a deal this is going to be. Now, you know, obviously, Game Pass for console is huge. 29 million plus subscribers huge. But how many subscribers are on PC Game, game Pass? Hard to say, because Microsoft doesn't really put those numbers out. But I have a strong suspicion, folks, that this is a number we're going to learn about very quickly. Because the reason I say that, and I want to get everyone's opinion in the chat, I want to get everyone's opinion on the panel, is that the one thing about Riot Games is that their games are free to play. Right? That's, you know, no, no big deal there. But what gets people 
is the is the is the is the DLC. And like something like League of Legends has over currently, like right now, as of today's show, has over eight hundred dollars worth of hero characters that you can buy. Eight hundred dollars for one game on hero characters. You know how much that's going to cost you once it goes into Game Pass officially? It's going to cost you your subscription of $15 per month. Think about that for a hot second. You're going to be able to, if you're a League of Legends you know, veteran or someone new to the, the game, which would be me because I've never played it before, you're going to be able to unlock instantly $800 worth of hero characters for the price of your $15 a month subscription. I'm going to go first to Crispy. Crispy, I don't know if you play League of Legends. I don't know if your your girl or their or or her, or the kids do. I can tell you that value. This is one of those value propositions that seems ridiculous. How big of a deal is this going to be for PC Game Pass? Well, I I mean, let's be honest here. There, you know, Microsoft's just they're trying to put all their hands in the cookie jars, all the cookie jars, and they're doing. And they unlike that, you know, act like they support PC, and then, you know, it comes out, and I mean, we, we've all seen it. You know, some of the games pretty broken, some of them not, and you know, Microsoft's like, well, we'll partner with somebody that already has a a stake in this. Kind of like what they are looking at King for when they buy ABK. They're looking for that mobile aspect. I mean, Riot Games is a huge company. Okay, they, 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 and and the one thing you could say about them is they came from you know nothing to something, and that that's something that you know yes they they warranted investment at times and all these other things, but they had to, and you know I'm not a gamer for any of these, but I, I mean. There isn't like a, um, you know, some kind of competent or something like that, that I don't hear League of Legends in there. And, you know, like Valorant is like, you know, it's his own, you know, entity that he'll absolutely adore. And, I, and I've watched people play these games and I, I don't get it. Okay. That's not for me to get. It's not I'm more, you know, like I love that traditional multiplayer in a way. I love the team deathmatch messages and stuff like that i love what i love but that doesn't mean that other people can't love what they love and fortunately for riot games they hit a gold mine with many of their ips and it just so happens that everybody ignored and said oh what's the big deal <laughs> it's a big deal because you know pc it's pretty big and it keeps getting bigger because keeps getting easier to build them you know and it, they keep adding these modular you know, things like when, you know, the young one upstairs is already talking about a new graphics card and stuff, and he already knows how to put it in for Christmas. That means something. You know what I mean? That that means that, you know, it's become easier and easier. You know, sometimes I look at it and I, how the hell do I have a PC? Well, because, you know, I got bills to pay and, you know, the Game Pass thing, I don't know. I feel like there's more games I like on the Xbox Game Pass rather than the PC Game Pass. And he is completely vice versa. Like, he went and beat Grounded and stuff like that. And it plays really good on the PC, by the way. 
And that's where you go and say Xbox is not, you know, Microsoft is not leaving the PC players behind. Instead, they're making it possible to have not seen on a Series X. You know, I mean, they, they continue to support these games. And that's what I think Riot is looking at and saying, you know, the investment, whatever it may be, is something there where maybe they get a little extra help and making these games even better. You know, and then on top of it, you get these things that would cost you hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, you know, that you would want, you know, if you're a fan of those games and you get them for the price of Game Pass. And that's what you get. You don't have to sit there and grind out everything. You could just play the game and enjoy it. And I think that's something that, you know, with these type of games being free to play and everything else, it is a nice thing to have um, for those players. For me, it means basically nothing. I'm not going to sit here and and BS. But at the same time, I'm not ignorant to the fact that just because a game's not for me doesn't mean it's not for you. That's just something. Yep. I absolutely agree. Uh, uh, Mr. Money Man, Web Dave, uh, I, I got some numbers for you. And obviously, as, as a money guy, you, you appreciate the numbers. So I'm going to throw some numbers out here to you that are going to blow your mind. If, if League of Legends, you know, maybe you've heard of the game and you're like, wow, how many players play that shit? Well, here, folks, here's some numbers for you that are going to make your head spin. Okay. So as of today's date... They have over 150 million registered players, but that's not all, folks. And this is what's bonkers. Monthly, folks, monthly players are clocked at 117 million players per month, and the average per day is anywhere between 10 and 11 million players per day. Now, take that, take those numbers, mm-hmm. and let's just, just for shits and giggles, folks, <laughs> let's just say that 10% of 150 million uh, registers players say, hey, I could now get all of these characters that I might have wanted to try. I bought three characters, but there's 17 others that I want to try. I can now do that. If only, Dave, 10%. Mm-hmm. That's 15 million new subscribers on the PC side. Again, how big of a deal is this? And now they're starting to show up in Game Pass. They said in those holiday, here we are, we're December 2nd, and they're starting to show up inside the Microsoft Store. Big deal or nay? Oh, it's a very big deal. Excellent. We love it. Absolutely love it. Because, uh, I mean, you know, like you said, Games aren't for everybody, but there is a game for everybody, okay? So certain games may not be for you, may not be for me, but there are people out there that love playing these games. Uh, my son's big uh, into League of Legends, loves playing it, and when it's on, when it's coming to Game Pass, he's uh, pretty excited for that to happen because he knows that, it, you know, he's going to be able to jump right back in, and then he's going to have access to all this other stuff that he didn't buy before because now it's included in his uh, in his game pass so wait for come on family plan let's get that going <laughs> you know, i'll wait for that thing but uh but yeah no it's um it's a great get for microsoft and that's uh that's one of the things that you know phil said is he wants to grow the gaming base for game pass to you know three billion players it's at some point a lot of people laughed at him said uh 
but this this these kind of moves are what is going to is what it takes to get them to to their goal um i really hope that they get there and and if they keep doing what they're doing and if they invest into the mobile gaming like they're talking about you know with uh, with this um mobile app and other things that they're working on uh, maybe a mobile you know game pass part or subscription or maybe hopefully included in ultimate you know it's going to be a win-win and it's going to continue to grow the brand and grow the product and of course we all win by this because it's there's a diversity of games that we may have never played i would never have played this uh the vampire survivor would not have bought it at all isn't that something else? Isn't, isn't that, that something else? I, and I, you know something, Dave. Mm-hmm. To your point, I'm mm-hmm. right there with you. I'm like I said, I like old school games. But if if you just look at the, the screen, you're like, nah, it's just not my thing. Yep. But why did you play it? Because it was a part of your subscription. Yeah, try to pay for, and it now it winds up being one of our favorite games of the year. And I can't stop playing it, and it's yeah. crazy because I'm like, I'm like, God, there's also this stuff play, and I'm like, well, I just maybe I'll see if i can play you know for a few minutes and i'm like three hours later i'm like ah damn and it's so easy it's so simple that it's almost like it's too simple because it's like i don't know it's enjoyable and that's that's all that's what gaming's about man if you have fun have fun uh isn't that what uh isn't that what satya said so if this is about competition uh let us have competition (laughs) oh dude anyway but yeah that's 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 what i mean it's it, it is a smart move and it is definitely great uh, for Xbox and for all players because, you know, even if it's not for you, you know, you can poo-poo it. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's silly. But they are going after a lot of different diversity in games. There's a lot of things. I mean, you know, we have Monster Hunters coming. That came out of nowhere. We have the Lego Saga coming. I mean, it's like, these are all, like, surprises and bonuses that are like, oh, what? So Game Pass is getting bigger. It's getting better. Yeah. So I love it. Love it. Keep coming. Yeah, no, I I I agree. Yeah, Smokey in the chat said Vampire Survivors is the best stupid mindless game I've played in the decade. I love that because literally That is facts. It, that is absolutely facts. I, I'm playing it right now on my uh, every night I play it for a couple hours while I'm sitting on the couch with watching TV with Mrs. Boom. We you know we're watching one of our uh you know our Korean dramas or whatever we're watching. Now we're into the Christmas movies because it's the season. And I pop it on on the uh, the Logitech G Cloud, and it just it's awesome. You, you, one 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 finger. That's all you need. It, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy 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 good. Uh, and that's thanks to Game Pass. Remember they they helped bring this game in. He did you know the 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 uh, developer, the one person that made the games you know thanked uh, publicly Microsoft for the help. And um, it's uh, another success story. Of uh, yeah, you saw my head just got ripped off. Uh, not good. Not definitely not good. But Fuzzy Belvedere, obviously, you know you have a you have a good you have a good PC. Uh, mm-hmm. My question to you is: seeing how many people actually play Riot games now, mind you, folks, Riot is huge. They did start off with a small little nothing company. Now they're they have exploded on the scene. Mm-hmm. When you consider the amount of people that play their games monthly, daily. Uh, and have already been registered, and then you hear a deal like uh, all of their character hero characters are included in your your monthly subscription. Is this the canary in the coal mine, so to speak, for Microsoft making a huge dent into PC gaming? Mind you, this is just Riot Games. 
This isn't all of their first party stuff and all the third party stuff that are coming next year. Forget the fact that all of these amazing experiences in 2022, granted, we gave them smoke that they deserve for not really answering the call for first party, but you cannot say that their their helpings for um, Game Pass in 2022 uh, were light. Uh, there are a lot of really great experiences. What are your thoughts? Well, with having uh, teams, one of which is, is very much into Valorant, uh, was kind of hoping for it to come to console. And I think now he's transitioned more to PC for his first-person shooters with very few exceptions. Um, so it, it really comes down to them opening up the market to a, an audience that wouldn't have necessarily looked at, you know, Xbox Game Pass for PC. And, you know, Phil had kind of talked about it not too uh, long ago as far as, oh, well, you know, growth is slowing a little bit, but there's still a lot of growth or, or it was like something like a 400% increase on, uh, you know, PC Game Pass uh, subscribers. So this this is, I, I think with him mentioning this with all the ABK stuff going on in the background, I think he was kind of preparing regulators for any, you know, information that they may have to report as far as a significant in, increase in uh, subscribers being, oh, well, it's on the PC side of things where we're really not that much of a player compared to Steam. You know, we had Riot Games and yeah, we got like 10, 10 million uh, subscribers from that. So I, I don't know if it'll quite be that amount, but it's definitely yeah, going to You know what? It's, it's, it, there's room to believe that they could see substantial gain for something as big as Riot Games. Like I said, if it's just their fan base, mm-hmm. The money that people spend on these heroes are in the hundreds. Yeah. And if you are someone that has a specific amount of characters, you know, most of us will play a game. And if there's a boat, a, a bunch of characters, like Vampire Survivors is a perfect example. I'm, I use all, I've used all the characters to unlock the achievements. I think I have almost 100 achievements mm-hmm. of the 112 that are available, right? Like, I yeah. really put a lot of time into that game. But for some who actually have to spend the money, they might buy five characters, and there's another, you know, twenty that they haven't played. If you were to tell that that person, that gamer, hey, by the way, if you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass uh, for fifteen dollars, uh, you get all of these characters for free. Mm-hmm. People are going to line up, dude. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the the just the value, the savings in general is 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 well worth it. And I believe a lot of their games have will have a, kind of like a not really cross progression, but you're logging into your Riot account as well. So any of your progression should be there basically. So, you know, making it, so if you already were, you know, a PC game pass subscriber or, or kind of on the fence, if it was even worth adding that as like a, you know, for the Xbox exclusives, instead of having to buy them direct at steam, this is definitely the, the thing that should help nudge that them over the finish line as far as subscribing. Yeah. Man, oh man, it's it's awesome to see these values and, th- and, and things. I'm I'm still a bit bummed that we don't have the uh, the Ubisoft Play uh, Plus type of thing. Just I yet, was but... uh, yeah, that's another that's another announcement. They announced at the beginning of the year, dude, and we still haven't seen anything. Yeah, but the Riot Games one, even though it's not necessarily for me, it'll definitely help one of my sons right now as far as with uh, his his uh, you know Valorant playing and stuff. But yeah. It, this is awesome to see and i i i'm hoping this this uh you know pans out well for for xbox pc game pass so we'll, we'll see here probably between now and e3 if that uh 
makes them a little bit more bold to get a lot more of these types of uh, you know special perks or, or deals in the PC Game Pass. Looking forward to it. No, I agree. And obviously, you know, Web Dave, obviously, and yourself have your uh, you know your your kids play it, so you understand how big of a deal this is. So I'm glad that you're here to talk about it. Dreadpool, let's get your final opinion on this before we start talking about Indiana Jones by Machine Games. We got some new information comes away of VGC. And folks, uh, some big news. Uh, and actually, I got a shout out. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Someone in the chat recently just said something pretty interesting. Uh, I, oh, yeah. The, the Beer Baron. Welcome, brother. He says, uh, Nick, and I'm assuming you mean uh, Nick, uh, special Nick from the Xbox era, has recently heard that Indiana Jones is, in fact, an Xbox exclusive. We're going to talk about that. I think it absolutely should be. Machine Games is first party, even though this deal was signed before. I, I think it's one of those things that, you know, it, 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 you know, Microsoft, if it's not already exclusive, it should be. Sorry. Sorry, Sony. You know, buy, buy an Xbox. What can I tell you? Um <laughs> which is what we've heard, but uh, Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this. Obviously, value is subjective, though it's hard not to look at this deal and say this is ridiculous. It is a ridiculous deal. Um, but if you think about it, it's it's like, speaking of deals, right? It's like a dealer. Here's a sample, right? And you get all these people this sample, and they get hooked on it, Um I don't say I'm hooked on it. I don't think I'm addicted to Vampire Survivor, but guess what? I went back and played again. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm developing and 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 setting up different um, builds as 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 the game goes and trying to figure out like the good combination of weapons, right? So people are like, "Ah, oh, you're addicted." I, maybe I am, but this is the same thing, right? You're exposing this to to how many more thousands of people? You know, you're, you're, and it's a free trial, you know, for now it's a free trial. Uh, my brother-in-law watches it religiously. He doesn't play. He watches it and he watches these matches. He watches, he watches all of this stuff. And, you know, I was like, okay, tell me about it because I still don't get it. It's, it's not jiving with me. What's, what's up with this, you know? And he's walking me through it. I'm like, dude, you're talking way too much. There's too much background history that you're giving me yet again. He's only a watcher, not a player. And he comes over to my house and it's constantly on his phone. He has to charge his phone because he's usually watching match after match after match. And it's like, holy cow. And the matches aren't like quick matches either. But he's like, oh, check out this move. This, this, this person did this. And it's like, wow. And, you know, so yes, the game is addictive um, if you're into it, you know. And, and that's the beauty of it is they're bringing it out to more people. They're bringing their game out to more people. And it's not costing them any, you know, this part of the demographic any money. But now what happens when it comes out of Game Pass? How many games have we bought because we knew they were going out of Game Pass and we still couldn't stop playing them? You know, and this is going to be another one of those things. You get another group of people addicted um, into this game and they're going to go back and they're going to try to get whatever they can and purchase uh, those other characters that they liked, you know, but it gets them into the ecosystem. It gets them locked in there and want to just continuously do that again. Look at Destiny. Prime example, Destiny 2 came to Game Pass. They had almost everything, but but certain things you still had to pay for, right? So you had 
uh, almost everything unlocked for everybody on Game Pass, except now they got all this other new expansions coming out. So guess what? They got a lot of people hooked on it, and a lot of people went with the new expansion. You know, and it's out of the Game Pass. So what happened? They're still playing those. They're still playing Destiny. It's even bigger than it was before. You know, and that's that's the 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 beauty of using something like this as a tool for the developers you know for the publishers it's a tool to use game pass not only to make money but to really make money when you expand it out and get more people access to your game that would never have tried it or even thought about it you know how many times we said you know game's not for me but i'll try it out you know, everybody was talking about yet again, we'll bring up Vampire Survivors. You guys have been playing it nonstop. I've been seeing people play it. I said, all right, finally, let me go ahead and download it. It took me another three days before I um, got a chance to play it after I downloaded it. And that was the thing, right? Now I'm playing it, like, not every night, but when I get a chance and I'm like, what do I play? What do I play? Okay, Vampire Survivors. You know, and, and that's the same scenario here. You get people hooked on this. And whether they're watchers, you get more watchers, or you get participants, and people just play. Either way, it's it's going to expand between streamers that are playing it nonstop to thousands of people watching. Um, gamers actually more gamers playing. You know, it, it it's a win win everywhere. So they're you know it's 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 like a drug deal. Listen, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're not lying. It, 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 the value proposition is ridiculous, and it continues uh, to be a real part of the conversation uh, when you talk about Xbox Game Pass. Uh, they constantly, obviously, you know, they, they, the, the question, is Microsoft losing money? Well, I, I don't know because I don't have their books in front of me. I would imagine that you have to lose money to make money. And, um, you know, right now, Game Pass has not uh, increased since it was turned into um you know ultimate which is $15 a month uh, at some point is it going to is it going to raise potentially uh is, is that is that disappointing to some extent yes uh do i uh you know do i understand why it's it's uh it's going to go up yes of course because it's business and things cost money and unfortunately things go up uh so yes i i, I don't want it to go up but it eventually might uh but even even if it went up two dollars or three dollars and again I'm, I, I'm not going to defend a billion dollar or trillion dollar company sorry uh you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be who they're gonna be but i'm i'm in it for the long run simply because i feel that their monies the monies that i spend are well worth what i get in the back end of it and you know what what could you say but folks we got we got to move on to the big topic of the show folks here and that is Indiana Jones. Now, obviously, I don't know how many people are into the films. Uh, the, the trailer for Indiana Jones 5 came out, and it was phenomenal. I quite enjoyed it. I was very excited about it. But that's not the only Indiana Jones that we're going to be getting, folks. Uh, obviously, we know for a fact that Machine Games, who is currently under the wing of Bethesda Softworks, is working on an adaption, a new story for Indiana Jones. Uh, we've seen some, some artwork get out there, right? We've seen that get out there for some of the folk, uh, you know, you know, floating around. Is it real? Is it not real? We, we don't really know. Uh, 
We know that it's being directed uh, uh, by Todd Howard, who is currently directing and finishing up um, one of the biggest games of 2023 in Starfield. We also know that he is a huge Indiana Jones fan. As a matter of fact, he has real props from the films on one of his shelves when he was talking about this. Uh, and, you know, obviously, you know, say what you want about Todd Howard. Uh, I, I happen to really, really like the dude. I think he is a staple in this industry. And when you hear that someone of his ilk, and he's been in the industry for many, many years, decades for that matter, is, you know, is, is, is passionate about this particular brand, you know this game is going to be big. Uh, now, obviously, where, where, where did this all start? Well, uh, this, this came the way, folks, of uh, some tweets that were put out there by uh by andy uh andy uh, andy robinson uh obviously if you don't know who he is well he is uh he works uh he's he's one of the uh lead voices over at the vgc uh he's ex-platonic writer for ukulele and the impossible lair uh, he currently is the owner and editor of vgc underscore news uh, and of course, that's VG, uh, you know, VideoGamesChronicles.com, one of my favorite places to get news. He put out a tweet, uh, quite a few tweets, as a matter of fact. Let me just bring those tweets up for you. And uh, he put out some information. First of all, he wrote the story for GDC, VGC, which we're going to get into momentarily. But these are some of the tweets that he put out there. Um, and he said this, folks. Chronicles of Riddick and the Darkness director Jens Anderson has joined Machine Games to, uh, to lead design on the Indiana Jones games. Anderson will act as design director on the title and work in parallel with creative director Axel uh, Tovinus, to uh, who is, was previously the art director of the Wolfenstein games. He goes on to say that in total, I understand that more than 20 developers who worked on the 2007's the Darkness, which was a phenomenal oh, Xbox man. 360 game. Uh, yeah, phenomenal game, are on the Indiana Jones project. Jens is an excellent designer, and really, it's really exciting. It's, it's a really exciting hire for this project. His recent two person indie game, Yuke's Island Express, won a BAFTA. Now, if you don't know what Yuke's Island Express is, it's an old, it's a platformer. It's phenomenal. I played that game. It's really, really well done. But I have the story in front of us, and I want to read some excerpts from it. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Andy put it out there. So, you know, obviously, this is what, the, this is, uh, what uh, it has to say in the story, folks. And I'm reading verbatim. Since leaving LucasArts, Anderson created the BAFTA-winning indie game Yuke's Island Express and Switch art title Colors Live. And this is what he had to say. I have now taken the next big step in my career, which is to join Machine Games and be the design director on Indiana Jones. This is also a redemption. When I accepted the offer to go to San Francisco in 2009, it was to lead the design on an Indiana Jones game, but that game got canceled before I even got there. Now, I get a chance to do what I originally hoped to, but this time, I get to do it with some of my oldest and best friends. Joining Machine Games is like coming home. Amazing people I worked with during Riddick and the Darkness, but also teaming with new ones 
whose talent daily completely blows me away. And he added this, folks. I'm so excited about what we're building and the way that we get to do it, featuring one of the most iconic characters ever in collaboration with my friends, but uh, my friends at Lucasfilm. He says, hi, Craig, which is my name, but I don't work for Lucasfilm, uh, Lucasfilm, unfortunately. Published by one of the biggest publishers in the world and doing it all at an amazing studio like Machine Games. This is going to be something very special. I got goosebumps, folks. I am sorry. Uh, when you when you hear when you hear Indiana Jones, I love it how some people are like, "Yeah, they're gonna make a game that's like Uncharted." Listen here, son. Uncharted is a thing because of Indiana Jones. Let, 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 let's 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 be let's be for real here. But I want to get to the panel, and I'm gonna start first with Crispy Bomb. Crispy, you. You, 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 you jump to the chance to talk about the darkness. The darkness was a phenomenal Xbox 360 game. And that dude is working on Indiana Jones. What are your thoughts on this? And more importantly, besides your excitement for this game developed by this developer who's been in the industry for a while, do you think this has to be an Xbox exclusive? Mm, I oh man you left that off so weird all I want to say is number one the darkness is right behind for 360 games it is right behind gears 2 like it is it is wow. sitting and for right you that's there. saying a lot <laughs> the the gameplay mechanics the set pieces of the way that game was built um horror elements involved if you could stand the graphical fidelity, I suggest go play it because it is something super special. Um, and I just, I, I didn't realize how many of these guys were working, you know, at that studio. And it makes total sense with some of the first person, like, you know, like I've seen enough people play them and I haven't never really been huge into Wolfenstein. I played it, but not like that, but you kind of get it now. And then, you know, for this game, you're going to need like it, you know, basically like the reason why Indiana Jones is incredible is like every, every doodad or, or whip or anything. He just, he's the master of like whatever he has on him, he's going to master. And those are little nuances that I see. Like, even like, you know, you look at certain games and like, you know, this one piece can, you know, make or break you. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know how to use it, you're done. And that's that's the beauty of it. So, I mean, I am actually a huge Indiana Jones fan. I really am. Um, you know, like, all I'm hearing is, and I don't even want to get you a copyright, but, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just like, it's in my brain right now. And, like, I mean, Harrison Ford is one of my favorite actors of all time. I mean, it's like, you know, like, especially being older, like Sean Connery, like, some of these guys, like, just, you know, incredible, like, you know, acting performances. You know, even some of the movies that people thought sucked. I was like, man, he was really good in that, though. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, right now it would be, like, Ryan Reynolds. Because, like, he just pulls stuff out of his you-know-what. And you're just like, wow, this is hilarious. You know what I mean? And he's, like, got to be one of the funniest people. So you look at, like, a game like The Darkness, which, I mean, when's the last time you heard that? I probably brought it up in, like, some, you know, like, maybe, like, Web Dave's interview or something. You know what I mean? Like, because... 
that that game, like I don't know, man. Like the way they built that game, like the gameplay was sick. You know what I mean? And it was it was grotesque, and it had a visceralness. And that's that's kind of like when I'm watching you play Callisto Protocol. I'm like, this has like, you know, where, where it almost feels like you're not in a, a prompt, you know, fights, but you you just that's the move. That's what it does. But they create this theater like element to it, and that's where I just like I'm like, wow. Like this is incredible, yeah. You know I mean, and that—that's what kind of like I am definitely interested in Callisto Protocol after watching you play that. So, I mean, and I'm just gonna wait and like if there's bugs or anything, we'll hear about them. I'm not gonna judge the game, you know, if I'm not gonna buy it right now. I'm gonna say I, I'm interested in that. You know, what I mean, like that—that that looks awesome, and that's that's something that I think we've lost a little bit. Like even if like God of War Ragnarok, as great as it is, I mean there should be some blood in there i mean is there really a lot of blood in there i mean are all these just gods and and they can't you know they don't bleed i i I don't know i think sony's lost a little their visceralness and like they're trying to like tout this as their visceralness and saying you know we have all these devs that went there and everything but they you haven't bought them yet and it's releasing on xbox so i mean you know it's one of those things like I don't understand the thought process of people when they like, you know, get mad about, you know, this person joining a studio. It's like, you don't really know what they're doing. Like, um, you know, if you really have any type of Indiana Jones, like thought process, you say they they can go a lot of different ways. Cause some of those movies were pretty dark at times. You know what I mean? And you know, they had, they had parts, they had parts where you were like, is he going to get out of this? And that's the whole point. It's a suspense. So, you know, you look at what the darkness did and, and what he's talking about already have, you know, started working on an Indiana Jones game. It's like, you kidding me? So you already have like, so this is like you trying to like go full circle. And then you got Todd Howard there who's trying to go full circle with Starfield because, you know, he's talked about, you know, thinking about this 20 years before. I mean, this could be ridiculous. And I have no doubt that they're going to try to get around that indiana jones movie which you know i've always said you know like you start you start thinking about it they're trying that that's their version of metaverse like the halo series like it now gears is gonna come you out know how Netflix. big that game would be if it launched around the movie yeah Crazy. dude that's what i'm saying like they're trying to because they saw an influx when the halo series came out they did we're not going to really hear about it. it wasn't something super substantial but i'll tell you right now they probably did and i think like you know what is it uh something 2023 what do they say june i think june i don't yes. know yes yeah, summer so, i think yeah it's and and so they could you know come out with that and then if it coincides in some way with the game you know, that'll get more like maybe the game comes out after because I mean, Indiana Jones hasn't been talked about in a long time. You know what yeah. I mean, so you know, let people warm up to it, see the movie, and then all of a sudden the game comes out. And if they really like the movie, which I, it looks like it's going to be really, I good. mean, even if they just released a gameplay trailer like during E3, right? Like if the movie comes out in June, E3's in June, they put out a trailer, it gets everyone excited for the film, it gets everybody excited for a game. Yeah, sounds right. It sounds perfect. I mean, I mean. Me. Well, I mean, and that's where like uh, who who's uh, part of was part of Netflix. That's you know part of what the marketing team or I, I can't remember. I know Xbox. Yeah, that, that, they, they, that Microsoft headhunted uh, her uh, to bring her in to help with uh, 
the, their streaming service, yeah, Game Pass. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, like it, you know, they they understand, and, and that's where like people are like, is it profitable, dude? Netflix hasn't been profitable in years. Okay, yeah. like I'm talking like almost from its inception. Okay, they they continually invest. Like, dude, if you haven't watched Wednesday, my God, I loved it. I really did. You yeah, know we're gonna mean? start like, watching it this ad- weekend. I've, all I heard is great things oh. about it. Oh, dude, she Ortega is incredible. She is a great Wednesday. The rest of the you got to get over the the rest of the cast not being who you you know want it to be. But once you do that, like she is a great Wednesday. Like she's right there with a Christina Ricci. So yeah, definitely watch that. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you always have these IPs that come out that surprise people. You know what I mean? And and Xbox has like in spades right now. You don't know the reaction it could be. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's the point. Like Indiana Jones could be something really special, and we don't even know it right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I have. I listen. Look, at the end of the day, um, Phil Spencer said it a couple of years ago. They don't have their own Uncharted, which is why they made that Tomb Raider deal. Now, Tomb Raider, obviously, as we know, is that's Embracer Group, unless they sell the IP back to sell sell to Microsoft. With the two studios that make it, that that's a, again that's a horse for another you know another show for sure or a horse of another color, um, but Indiana Jones is the OG, right? They they are they he is the original Nathan Drake, and I would love to see Microsoft make that an exclusive simply because they don't have their own character uh, like a Nathan Drake, which I absolutely love, and I think that you know being that Machine Games is making it, it should be exclusive. That's just my opinion on it. Uh, listen, but w- before we bring Web Dave in uh, on the conversation, I have to catch up on some of the super chats. There's been quite a few of them, and here they go. The first one comes the way of uh, Highlander Double O One, who's been a channel member for six months. He says this after dropping a five dollar super chat: "My father was a Marine, and I run my business based on the motto: Improvise, Adapt, and Overcome." That is what Microsoft is doing right now. I'm not wrong, and no, you are not wrong. And that's exactly what Microsoft is doing. They're also, uh, you know, one could one could say that Sony's brashness or arrogance or uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, industry dominating way they do business woke a sleeping giant in Microsoft. You could say that as well. Uh, Spider Man double. Um, Drops a very generous $5 from chat. And he says this. I had a Sony guy tell me, it's okay for Sony to buy studios because they want devs. But Microsoft shouldn't be able to buy ABK because they want their games. Yeah, that's just a dumb person. Uh, sorry. Uh, I don't like to call names, but that's just dumb. Uh, if the person actually says that, then they're, they're just being a fanboy or fangirl. And they're just not being honest with you themselves or the situation. So thank you for the super chat. And... Well, you know, people are allowed their opinions, even though that that's definitely a wrong one for sure. Uh, uh, Giggity08 in the chat drops a very generous final super chat and says, my top three 360 games are 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 uh, Halo, Halo no, sorry, I believe it's uh, Halo 3, Gears 2, and Crispy, this view, number three is The Darkness. I would love to see a remake of that game. Yeah, so would I. I'd love to see them do both games. Second one wasn't as good as the first. It was good, just not as good as the first. Uh, Web Dave, let's get your opinion on Indiana Jones. Uh, this is an iconic character. Uh, shout out to Andy Robinson over at VGC for dropping this story. 
uh, putting it out there that, you know, the uh, director of the darkness, 2007 darkness has uh, come full circle, so to speak. Turns out that there was an Indiana Jones game that he was being hired for that got canceled. And here he is back home once again. What are your thoughts on the new information? Are you confident that this is going to be a quote unquote banger as the kids say? And should this be an Xbox exclusive? Oh, yeah, man. I'm super excited for this game. I, I love the franchise. Loved, loved all the movies, including the Crystal Skull. I enjoyed that one as well. The Indiana Jones. I was hoping I'd have a, I needed to get some more sound bites for the board, man. There's so many great classic lines. All I got is the whip, man. That's all I got. That's fine. <laughs> you know what? The whip is fine because at least we can't get copyright strike for that. So, <laughs> Well, you can't get copy, copyright strike for just a lion from a movie either. So, no. Just so no. you know. <laughs> uh, uh, unless, it's, um, unless, it, unless it's Indiana Jones himself uh, yeah, yeah. falling us to the carpet. <laughs> but uh, like, there you go. But uh, but no, it's um, uh, – should it be multi, uh, multiplayer, multiplayer? I, I, I actually think um, it's such a large – uh, you know, franchise that um, they would leave money on the table if they didn't. Uh, would I like it to be an exclusive? Uh, yeah, I think I think it would be you know a great exclusive to have. But that doesn't mean you know as long as it's not you know restricted by the abilities of other platforms. You know, <laughs> if they put it to the full potential of the Xbox Series X and all its greatness, you know. 40k 60 frames per second yep. great yes. and then, uh, then then i say then it could be multiplayer i mean uh, well we know it's coming to game pass so to me that's a win and that it's not an a quote unquote an exclusive to the platform which we don't know if it is or isn't yet we don't know that for sure and probably won't know until as it gets closer until we finally see that um, gameplay trailer some some point probably uh, trailer might pop up when the movie comes out. Be nice if it came out at the same time as the movie, but who knows? You know, we don't really know how far along in production they are. Um, but it was kind of cool that the um, that little the scene that they had when they revealed the um, the game was well, uh, going across the desk. We saw was, all the oh, yeah, that was, right, was, was right from the trailer yeah. <laughs> the, the the actual movie trailer. So that was cool. So um, so yeah, it's uh, you know so who. Who knows? But um, if you're asking, should it be? Um, I mean, like I said, I, th I think that would, you know, a possibility to make more money um, then yeah, I think it should be a multi-plat because of the, you know, Microsoft's going to be making money and LucasArts wants to make, wants to make as much money as they can, obviously, because that's the whole point of them putting it out there. But, you know, it's, um, you know, it could go either way. I mean, Microsoft could, pay the difference you know pay up a heavy to have it as, as exclusive that could you know that could be or maybe a timed exclusive you know to where it's like six months a year um in game pass or you know on the xbox before it comes to another platform but um you know it's one of those great franchises and from what we're understanding it's going to be a really good game uh you know there's the potential is there for it to be a blockbuster so if it's something like that why not share it with more and more audience? That's what. I yeah, I mean, I, I I see your point. It does. It, you know, when you when you talk about money, you know, obviously, uh, <laughs> you know, you want you want more people to play your game, right? So the more people that play your game, people are going to buy your game, and when you buy you sell your game, you make more money. Obviously, the investors love that. Oh yeah. Though to be honest, mm -hmm. 
I like the idea of having an iconic character oh, yeah. identified as an Xbox game and potentially as an Xbox exclusive because, like I said, Sony has Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, un- unless uh, Sony Pictures is sold, is probably always going to be an exclusive character to PlayStation. I mean, you're not uh, wrong, Boom. You're, you're not wrong at all. I mean, I agree with you a thousand percent. I just, you know, I'm looking at it. Is take a step back. Yeah, yeah, and of think, course. You, know, you got to look at the money, money aspect of it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but no, it would be, you're, you're right. It would be a great iconic character to have uh, under the belt as an exclusive uh, to the Xbox. And hopefully someday Laura Croft will come back home. Hopefully that would be pretty mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. You got to shout out Hey Blinken in the chat. Uh, drops, wow, a $20 super chat. And someone's got some feedback in their mic. I don't know who that is. I don't think it's me. Let me just. Might be me, just because I'm a fan for the laptop. So let oh, me mute. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we're going we're, we're, we're to come to you now anyway. Uh, again, Hey Blinken drops an outstanding and ridiculously generous $20 super chat. And he says this Game Pass is an insane value, but next year. Game Pass is an atomic bomb. Oh, thousand percent, dude. It's going to be ridiculous. Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. You know, Danny brings up a great point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it, it def- it's definitely your mic. But yeah. it's okay. It's all right. Um, uh, it is uh, It's a money-making IP. It has not had a good game in decades. Yeah. Uh, this is an opportunity to tell a new story. The film was just announced, probably Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones, I would imagine, at this point. Um, But, you know, again, to Dave's point, having it uh, exclusive potentially might hurt some of the sales, but maybe not. When you consider that this could be one of those IPs like Spider-Man that brings people to the platform and then of course you turn around and you have the ridiculously inherent value of Game Pass make people become Xbox uh, subscribers and customers what are your thoughts? It's a tough one because I, me personally it, it doesn't matter if it's exclusive or not I mean from an, from an Xbox fan standpoint <laughs> I would love for it to be exclusive just for the simple fact that if if it was on the other foot as far as on the Sony side of things, it would be exclusive, i.e. Spider-Man. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and a whole host of other things that they've kind of money had it. But, and, and anything that their first-party studio does that's going to be a license thing or, or any third-party uh, license things, like the, the whole deal with the... Um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, that's going to be an exclusive as well on, on Sony's side. So, yeah, well, why not make Indiana Jones an exclusive, have people lure to the platform? I mean, that means PC, phones, TVs, anything where Xbox Game Pass is playable kind of thing. But um, in the grand scheme of things, I'm, I'm fine with if, it, if it's available on, on other storefronts and such, just as long as it's in Game Pass day and date. That that would be the big thing. As long as it's there, where you know my my subscription money will be, you know, pushed to the uh, to the well, not pushed to the limit, but you know, made the 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 best of. Uh, yeah, Game Pass is enough of the exclusive for me. But uh, in, just in general, the the news that we're hearing about this and with the you know the movie trailer, 
Microsoft is now starting to see how that whole multiverse thing, kind of like what uh, Crispy was saying and what uh, Dave was saying and, and Dreadpool were saying. It, it, it's just you you got to have that that synergy between your your gaming IP and the actual you know IP on whether it be a show or movie and so forth. So I'm I'm looking forward to this game having people from uh, the darkness being uh, part of the the uh, development on this. I, any, I would say, even though it was like one of those, um, like not really underestimated, but like uh, kind of <laughs> overlooked type games, almost like the, the same thing with, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Mad Max and, and Rise, Son of Rome, and a lot of other games that were great, just underrated. That's the word. <laughs> uh, with a lot of underrated games out there. And you know, they had great direction and things along those lines. Having uh, somebody from a game like that working on this would be awesome. Just in the sense that it, they previously worked on a move, uh, you know, movie IP. So they'll, they'll be able to take some of that experience as far as transferring what you see on the big screen to the smaller screen and making it more interactive. But um, yeah, I would love for it to be exclusive, but as long as it's on Game Pass, that that's that's the main thing for me. But Definitely hoping that we get to see a trailer, some gameplay, you know, come E3. I just have serious doubts that it's that far along, that it'll be within a year's time of the movie. But it would be nice. Or even if they have a playable demo just for around movie time, although that might be a bit extreme to have just that demo. And then like a year later, the whole game comes out type of thing. But but man definitely looking forward to this and that trailer definitely sparked excitement for that that series again i don't know how they made them look younger again you know power te- to technology out there oh yeah thousand percent yep yeah definitely awesome awesome can't wait for this thing to to hit the console and you know hopefully you know xbox exclusive will be uh, yeah i mean again either way if you're an xbox subscriber you win because you won't have to buy the game unless you want to uh and that's the whole point of having a subscription service monthly i know there are a lot of uh playstation fans that get uh, annoyed well they don't buy any games you know what i put a post up yesterday of my top 10 pins Mm -hmm. and half of them i bought because i have money that that that's put to the side now thanks to xbox game pass it allows me to invest in other ecosystems as well as other games mm-hmm. and this is one of the games on the screen and you that wasn't in game pass I'm very surprised by it but i bought it and it's it's i'm not sorry this is one of my favorite games mm-hmm. of the year right along with gotham knights um yeah. you know but listen dread let's get your opinion on indiana jones uh obviously it has some development uh uh muscle behind who is going to be making this game uh when you hear someone as passionate as someone that they're bringing in that event that originally was supposed to work on an indiana jones that uh game that was that was canceled and now he full circle he returns and he's working on the game he feels privileged and honored to be there with friends of his from a team that he worked with years ago where does your excitement level go for this game but more importantly like i asked everyone else should this game be an xbox exclusive Uh-oh. so we're playing with the new game again <laughs> um to be i'm to be i'm a little distracted right now i'm sorry um 
I got, I'm not going to say who, but somebody in chat just dropped me Calypso Protocol Day One Edition. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So thank you. I, I truly appreciate it. That's not, pretty dope. Yeah, I was seriously not expecting that. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, the count to 1K was like something, but I would, this is even, <laughs> I'm just kind of speechless here, but. The generosity of, of this yeah. community never ceases to amaze me, honestly. Right, right, and that, that that's why I love you guys. You guys are like family. When, when yep. you do stuff like this, we do stuff in the background not wanting any thanks or any notoriety about it. And I even asked, I said, do you want me to you know, spill it out? And they're like, no, we just want to share the game. I believe in it. And so, you that's know. That's pretty dope, I, man. I'd love this, to see this, it. Yeah, this is this is the cool stuff about community, you know. Um, but now, uh, let's, let's move on to Indy, uh, one of the greatest characters and there is no doubt nobody's going to say Indy did not shoot first because on this one, you know, he shot first, ain't no whip or, 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 you know, he doesn't have to use a whip to go against swords. He'll just shoot you. Um, but stuff like that was very iconic you know the whole the whole weight and trying to figure out if i can pull this this stone uh stone this gold uh piece that they're honoring and everything and worshiping can i can i fill it with sand and 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 do the switch without doing anything the run from this from the boulder i mean all these things are very iconic and it, and it's it's great to see it come into the video games where you can experience the true rating of tombs, right? Um, but th this this is really where, where Tomb Raider came from, where Uncharted came from. This People forget. It's just like Ozzy being um, granted popularity because of uh post malone gave him a gave him a chance could you imagine that i, I when yeah, i went when, first of all, when they it was a great song that they worked together but he became he it, he became popular again because of working with post malone it's crazy it's crazy. but people forgot all the music that he's done the mtv you know um the osbournes he, they forgot all about that and in this new generation we're like Wow, that's great that they gave this old guy a chance. He's really good. It's like are you, you guys got to learn your history. And this is the same thing here. You know, they're like, oh, you know, th this is just another Uncharted. It's not Uncharted is another Tomb Raider. It's another in Indiana Jones. They both were off of Indy. That was the whole thing is doing this exploration and and other things. And that was the whole thing with artifacts. And now, now. Jens uh, Anderson, right? Not only we talked about the darkness, we're forgetting another, another game that he worked on. Um, just Chronicles blank of Riddick. On. Yes, thank you. Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. Fant two um, iconic and, games, both of them, and absolutely legendary. Yes, and, and the best part is not only did he work on legendary games that that broke the mold for for their style of gameplay here's the thing he wants to work on it he is a fan of working on it he's a fan of the lore he's a fan of the game you know and he was truly upset 
going and losing out on the opportunity because it was pulled out from underneath him. And now he's joining and getting a chance to work on it again. You know, when you see something like that from any creator that they wanted to work with this uh, medium or artist or, or whatever, you know, and it shows the passion that they have. And, you know, when you have some a passion like that, that they are willing to do everything and anything to make it authentic to the IP, right? We're not just making a movie from a video game and, and you know, and we got Louis, uh, Luigi uh, not looking like Luigi, Bowser not looking like Bowser. You know what I mean? Remember those old Mario movie? Mm. And, and now where we're at, right? Yeah. We've uh -huh. learned from Sonic that you can't put something out like that and they've, they've gone back and they made great Sonic movies. And now, you know, Nintendo's saying the same thing. You know, we can't do, we can't let Hollywood do what Hollywood does. We have to do what we want them to do how and honor RRP the right way. Remember Halo was supposed to come out way back when on Showtime and it fell through because it wasn't to the uh, integrity to the IP. And where are we at now? We, we've got some issues, right? We've got some issues. But they are not Halo fans, right? They they just make movies. They make shows. Here we have a uh, Halo. We have a indie fan that's willing to do what he has to do it on what he's got control of, obviously, to work on indie. There's a lot of people that love indie, and they know how indie is supposed to be. So they love the way that it's designed they i mean the 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 previous xbox one game was was great for what it was and it still looks good now even for an xbox one game being backwards compatible still the controls are off but imagine that only a thousand times if not a million times better better controls better visuals better story you know we've developed games now that have great storylines when it comes to this you know so we, we're not we're no longer where it's like let's let's make something just and put it out with the movie, let's let's hurry up and correlate this right. Spider Man came out and had nothing to do with the movie, but it came right around the same time, and blew everybody out uh, when it came to the storylines. So you know, I'm happy for this. I'm excited. Um, I'm still speechless from previous, but this is a good thing. This is what we want to see, and he's happy to work with these people. These are his friends. You know, when you work with your friends, you come up with great ideas. You come yep. up with there's no pressure because you know you're working I mean? with you with your yeah, buddies. Yeah, absolutely. You just bounce 100%. off of each other. You bounce. You bounce ideas. And if you're on the common page and all that, I mean, we we do this stuff in the green room. We're 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 back there talking and we're bouncing off of each other. Like that's a great thing. Keep keep that in mind. We'll bring we'll come back to that. You know, make sure you bring up this point. You know, we're all blanking in our head in the green room talking about Warren Buffett and couldn't remember his name, but we all, we're all on the same page. Yeah, you know? we sure and, were. And then that's, that's the beauty of this. And this, this, this itself for Indy and Bethesda and, and uh, Anderson and amongst the rest of the devs and, and the, our, um, not just the, the programmers, the, the, the artists, they're going to put their best foot forward because this is not, a a new game a new ip or an existing ip that they you know that they've dabbled in and, and trying to make it better right and that's what tomb raider was that's what uncharted was it was new ips they they had an idea but obviously they can't make indie they have to make 
their own versions. And that's what they do. This has a lore and they have to abide by it. They have to add to it and, and improve on it. You know, I can't say many more praises than I have, you know. Yeah, no, no. I mean, good stuff, dude. Listen, at, at, at the end of the day, it is an iconic IP. It is going to be brought back. I, again, I, I still I still hope for a lot of reasons it's exclusive because Microsoft is trying to, uh, you know, you want to build brand recognition. There's no one better uh, in the in the uh, in, in the in video games or in, in film that when you talk about adventure, action adventure than the character of Indiana Jones and the fact that this is coming from a first party team. I, I can't wait to see what they they're going to do real quick, though. Uh, I want to. We're getting, we're getting, we're going to get everyone out of here, folks. Get your Friday started. But before we do, I don't know if I found the troll in the chat or if he's being facetious. How Sion went on. Now, this is silly. If, if you honestly believe this, go sit in the corner. Put on the dunce cap. He says Sony needs to raise their prices so they can keep paying developers from releasing games on Xbox. <laughs> I, I, I hope you're joking, dude, because if you really do believe that, my goodness, I, I just I feel very sorry for you. Again, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're just being facetious and you're joking, and that's cool. that's funny. But if that if that if you really believe that, Sony's going to keep raking you over the coals. Uh, perfect example: a $600 VR unit. The unit's more than the PlayStation Five you need to play it on. Good luck with that, Charlie Brown. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been one hell of a show. We have gameplay from. Obviously, the Evil West, which is one of my favorite games of this year. Not, not not big on Metacritic, but you know what? I don't play Metacritic. I actually play games. And Callisto Protocol is a must-buy, in my opinion. Let's get everyone out of here. We'll start first with Crispy Bomb. Sell your brand, brother. Where are you going to be this evening? Or actually, it was yesterday. I think you were on. If, if your power came back on, that's right. You were on another show. But more importantly, where are you going to be next week? And where can people reach out to you on social media? Uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. Shout out to the chat. Uh, very interesting conversations. At Chris Bomb on Twitter, Chris Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., we have Retro Renegades. I will also be a guest on Gaming After Dark at 10 p.m. that night. So look forward to that. And then we got Primetime Gaming, 7 p.m. Wednesday. Be back right on Boom's channel. Nice. Got X We got X Vlog to uh, uh, work that out at some point. Might have to take a day <laughs> off just to get it done. Um, and then, and then, of course, we got um, the freaking oh my god! Next podcast because we, we didn't do it yesterday. I'm just losing it. Um, yeah. So next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursday. Nice. And then wherever you may find me, never know. Might be back on you, here. You, might you, not. You, be. You, you just never know. And shout out the Halcyon one on one. He says, "Of course, I'm joking. I'm gonna go like this." And I'm glad. First of all, brother, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm glad that you are joking because I was nervous for a second. Because listen, dude, you, come on. You, you know, people actually think like that. We don't want to pay more for anything. That's that's life. Don't do that. Don't tell these companies that we want to pay more. Don't do that. What did I? What did I say earlier? Don't be stupid, stupid. We know there's a lot of people like that, and, and, and we're glad you're not one of them. And, and oh, then, and I, I'm very dread. relieved. And then you get it's the premium tax. It's, it's the, the premium. premium tax. Yeah, I love it. That's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Dreadpool, sell your brand, brother. Put it up on the screen for everyone to go and help you hit 
1,000 subscribers. Let's get, let's get that picture on for everyone to take a look at. That's right, folks. You can go and subscribe right now to youtube.com slash dreadpool. Let's help Dread get to 1K. He's also available on uh, um, TikTok at Dreadpool, Twitter at Dreadpool, and Hover GG at Dreadpool. He's also a panel member of Gaming Beyond the Box. That is Wilmy Hood's weekly podcast at on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He's obviously a panel member here on Breakfast with Boom, but he has his own outstanding YouTube channel, and he has something that you should check out called Breaking Bread with Dread. It is a fantastic and very different way of, uh, of of interviewing people, but still worth your time. Dread, thanks so much for being here, no, brother. No, thank you. I got, I, yeah, like I said, I got to thank the chat for being here. Thank, thank you to the rest of the panel. You know, it's, it's always fun hanging out with you guys on Fridays and just having a great time, you know, and that's, that's the beauty of this stuff. Uh, you know, we're a family and it's not just the panel, it's the chat, it's the community, you know, like we talked about, um, the other weekend when we, you know, when we all had got together and we didn't talk gaming. We talked about what we were, you know, all the stuff we were thankful for, all the stuff that that we we truly appreciated. You know, that's that's truly what we believe in, you know, that we believe in this community uh, that we all can do better and ha- have been better because of the community. So yet again, that's why I got to thank you guys and, and thank um the anonymous person that gave me the game. Um, we, we came in at um, 7.11, and then as we started, it went, went from 7.13, and now we're ending the show at 7.19. So we're, we're moving. Nice. I really appreciate you guys. I thank, thank you guys. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Shout out to Dan the Man Cunningham. Shout out to the game complainers, Sleepy Goblin. Uh, we also have CBH4God says he misses the only of uh, the only on Xbox takes. Yeah, so do I. I actually did miss that. Those are those are part of Things the OG uh, stuff. Uh, shout out to Leonard Herrera in the chat. What's going on, brother? Thanks so much for being here. Uh, but listen, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about your very centric racing YouTube channel, and it's probably the best news in the business because obviously you are a racer head for sure. Talk about that, where they can subscribe to it, reach out to you on social media, but more importantly, find you on other shows. Oh, just one, once again, want to thank you for having me on here. It was great being on here with you guys. Um, also, thanks to the chat for all the interaction and, and checking us out and for those that catch us on replay. For anybody who wants to hear my uh, rambling on anything gaming or sometimes my rants on <laughs> some of the games not working, uh, just follow me on all the social media. Just follow uh, or look for Fuzzy Space Belvedere or Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. That's also my uh, gamer tags for Xbox and PlayStation. Um, you can also find me later on tonight on the Xbox Ultimate Podcast on the Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this evening. Uh, the Shop Podcast tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Arizona Time uh, on PTK Blam's channel. And then on Monday, Xbox Lunch Break Special at 12 uh, noon, Monday uh, afternoon, right here on Double Barrel Gaming. And then later on that evening on FSP or Fun Speculations uh, Podcast on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday evening. And then right back here, 10 a.m. next Friday morning, right here on Breakfast with Boom. Look forward to you. 
uh, seeing you guys here. Thanks so much. And uh, Web Dave, sell your brand, brother. Talk about all the outstanding interviews you have done for your YouTube channel, what you got going on, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Thanks, Boom. Appreciate it. Uh, I mean, come on. I have the uh, I have some great interviews up there. I've got Mr. Boomstick XL. I've got Fuzzy Belvedere, Crispy Bob, and Dreadpool are all up there right now all really good out. information too stuff that you don't know about exactly us, good stuff and like randall thor 19 argie johnny dealer gaming um dealers is quite humorous i'll just tell you that right now <laughs> I, I was as you would expect I've, I've listened back to it a couple times myself because it's pretty damn funny but uh but yeah it's um and there's a whole bunch more up there too uh, doom cutie and um uh air cuts for the win there's some amazing uh, female gamers as well that we have in there as well. So awesome. More and more great stuff coming. Appreciate it. Um, you can find me uh, on YouTube. Uh, I'm also trying to get to a thousand. I'm a lot further away than he is, but, <laughs> but eventually we'll get there. We're yes. definitely growing uh, with the help of Mr. Boomstick, which I greatly appreciate you, sir. My pleasure. And, uh, yeah, you yeah, definitely need to uh, grow faster. You, you're, you're putting out great content. So definitely you, you, you should be going up past me. Uh, I don't know about that. You, you the man. Come on, oh, no. come on now. You the man. <laughs> oh, God. thank you again for for having me, and thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, some of our great uh, recurring uh, Tim the Saucer, Cammy, yes. uh, Sentinel. There's uh, Jacob Novak. There's some great uh, people out there that come uh, that come every you know every every time you have a show, they're they're in there as best they can, and, and man, it's it's great seeing them. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, brother. And of course, a big thank you to all the super chats that come in. Obviously, folks, those do power the show more than you know than you know. Channel membership definitely help on the back end. Uh when we need things for the show, cameras, lighting, microphones, programs to do the thumbnails, programs to put these uh gameplay clips together. You know, as a retired dude, there's only so much money I have that's spendable. So that that sometimes we do use that monies uh for equipment but a lot of the times we use the monies on giveaways folks and we are doing one of the biggest giveaways in the five-year history of the channel uh not not next week the following week folks uh, that is going to be our fifth annual christmas with mr and mrs boomstick and we are giving away one thousand dollars in two hours five hundred dollars up front five uh $100 gift cards or the cash if you need it are going to be uh, uh, uh specifically held and doled out to channel members. Uh the second half of the show and the second $500 is going to be given to anyone that gets picked from the chat and folks uh like I said yesterday I wanted to make it clear if you want it for yourself and you want to get a game um you know a game code or a card for Xbox Live uh, Nintendo, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch Online, or of course P PSN, we will get you that. And all of our international uh, viewers are welcomed here as well. But if you are in a position where you want that $100 in cash, we will send it to you, folks. You don't even, all you have to do is let me know, hey, boom, I'd prefer the cash. We will send you that $100. The only caveat, folks, is that it must be done through PayPal. That is the only way that, 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 that PayPal protects us from scams. We will not use Zelle, not use any of these pay apps, uh, cash apps. We will use, uh, if you want the monies, we will then use 
PayPal to deliver that $100. We will pay the transfer fee and we will pay any denominational differences when it comes to uh, value of your current uh, country's currency. We pick That's up amazing, that. boom. No, You're amazing. No, You're amazing. Well, I, I appreciate that, but we, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that very much, but listen, it's what we do. We are blessed to have this audience and we want to give back and, the holidays is certainly a time of giving, and we want to give the most we've ever done, and that's what we're about to do. So thank you so much for that. I want to say a big thank you to all nearly 400 people that tuned in for today's show. That's big for a Friday morning show. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught me with my kids, and he would say, son, treat others. How you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So have a great weekend. Enjoy gaming on whatever console that you enjoy gaming on. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.